Welcome to Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy, where we talk social media marketing, all things business, and inspiration. And now your host, Alaska Tracy. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining Biz Vision with Alaska Tracy. We are at episode 14, and I have a wonderful guest, Sally Tebow. On this call, on this recording today, on this podcast, thank you, Sally, for joining from Australia. So lovely to be here, Tracy. Thank you for asking me. I am just honored. Sally is a speaker and an author of two books, uh, David's Gift, Asperger's Life, and I probably say Asperger's wrong. Yes. No, no, that's right. Okay, Asperger. So it's David's gift, Asperger's life and love and tapping to reclaim you. Sally is a certified EFT practitioner and international trainer, DIP, professional uh, counseling, and ADAPEF and reclaim you founder. And we're going to get into what all that is and what all that means and how you can... Uh, get a hold of Sally's books and all her information uh, as we move forward. Sally and I met years ago. We were just talking about it before I hit the record button. Probably, I think we thought five years ago, Sally. Is that right? I think so. Yeah, five years ago in San Diego. In San Diego, we were coaching with uh, Mari Smith, who is a social media guru, one of the top with Forbes, top, gosh, she's got to be higher than the top 50 by now, right? (laughs) Facebook expert, expert. And there was a group of us that met in San Diego and learned. And I know Sally and I both continue to learn a lot from Mari. And then we've all sort of kept in touch. And I've watched Sally go through some transformations with her business, her visions, and thought I would reach out to her. I look at Sally as a successful entrepreneur. And I would just like to ask you, Sally, you're in Queensland, correct? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I am on the Gold Coast. On the Gold Coast. And that's quite a bit like Florida, you said? Yeah, very uh, semi-tropical. And so uh, we have mild winters and very hot, humid summers. Aha. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. what is it now? Is it It's winter. Winter. It's winter, and it's very cold. It's only about, well, in Australia, you know, we're in Celsius, so it's about 16 degrees this morning, which we think is very cold. I have absolutely no idea what that is in Fahrenheit. I know. We'd have to, I'd have to calculate that on my app or something, which I don't have. (laughs) Well, we don't have snow, put it that way. We never have snow, Um, but we we have a very mild, beautiful climate here. We're we're by the ocean. and, uh, and, and we moved here, actually, my husband's Canadian. I lived in, in Edmonton, Alberta, for many years. And when we, uh, we decided to have children, um, Jerry wanted them to grow up in Australia. And we moved here um, over 30 years ago to have three children. And uh, subsequently, all three children now live in Canada again. So, <laughs> Oh, wow. So do you travel to Canada to see them? We do. We do. We, um, our, we've been there twice this year, and we will be spending a lot more time in Vancouver in the next uh, um, few years. We're, I'm actually um, going to be opening up my business actually in Vancouver as well as here on the Gold Coast in Queensland. 
my goodness. You'll have to pop up to Alaska and say hi. <laughs> I think I will. I think I will. I see those beautiful photos of you as Tracy and it just looks gorgeous. It's amazing. An amazing place. Mm-hmm. So when we met, you had a different business. Mm-hmm. Can you just explain a little bit about how you've come to be in the business you're currently in? What, what was your vision, Sally? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting, isn't it, Tracy? I was actually, you know, I've kind of morphed businesses and I think many entrepreneurs have done this in their lives. They've started out in one way and kind of followed their passion and then as as you move into it you kind of open up to something else um i was actually my my previous background was as a fitness instructor and i i did that in canada and then when we moved to australia and then um when our son was diagnosed with autism in 1997 spent a lot of time working with him um, and i had been asked to write a book about our journey and that's how this whole thing started i was kind of i started i wrote a book about the journey which then really became um uh, it was kind of almost like the reluctant entrepreneur i guess you could say because the book kind of preceded where i thought i was heading um, ah. Uh, we ended up with a lot of media um, the month that we launched the book because it happened to be Autism Awareness Month at the time. I didn't realise it was. And we ended up on national TV a couple of times, national media. From there, I launched a, a business where I was actually working with parents, teachers and health, um, um, professionals, health professionals, to help them understand the impact of autism on families. And, uh, and I did that for quite some time. In fact, when we met... Um, in San Diego, that's what I was doing. That's what I um, thought. Yeah, and then um, my son now lives in Montreal. He's now married and, and has a great job, lives in Montreal now. And about um, 45 years ago, um, I was kind of introduced to this uh, modality called EFT uh, or tapping, emotional freedom technique. And, uh, and it was introduced, you know, interestingly enough, by one of our um, colleagues from from Mari's program, Susan Beebe, and and at first I had no idea what it was. I thought it was really dumb looking. This thing where you tap on your face, but I was going through this stage in my life where I I was kind of thinking, you know, where am I heading for the next ten twenty years? You know, we live in this amazing world now where where you know literally whatever you want to do and your passion, you can find a way to do it. Because right. we have access to technology and like you and I speaking um, from Alaska to the Gold Coast. I mean, it just would never, and sounding like you're sitting right here next to me. I know. <laughs> um, that would just didn't exist. And so um, when David was kind of back on his two feet and I was kind of a bit, you know, every time I talked about autism, I was kind of dragging him into it and I needed him. He wanted his own life and. And I got into this, this uh, um, tapping and I just fell in love with the, this modality. Now, my background is in counselling and okay. I've done professional development work in the area of fitness before. And I could just see how these two blended because when you use emotional freedom technique, what you do is reduce cortisol and, um, and stress and anxiety, which allows you to think more clearly. So it kind of helps you release limiting beliefs about what you believe possible in your life. Hmm. And... I just fell in love with it and could see this vision literally open up before my eyes where it brought everything that I've ever loved in my life together, which was teaching and speaking and helping people overcome limiting 
blocks and beliefs about what was possible. And uh, so I began the training and I literally jumped from one thing to the next and, uh -huh. and ran programs, invited people to come work with me. And it's grown since there to the point now where um, we run, run regular seminars, regular two-day seminars. Uh, in particular, I work with business women who want to release their, you know, kind of the inner glass ceiling about where they can head to next in their, in their businesses. And what we do is that we, um, we take, we look at every kind of limiting belief you've ever had and we, we reframe it, we change it. The beautiful thing about emotional freedom technique is there's lots of research now that shows the impact on, on how it can change what we think about ourselves, impacts on the brain. And um, it, it's just, it really has just taken off. It's, it's, um, it's one of those times when you just know you're in the right place at the right time. Right. So you do seminars and like workshops, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I run, uh, um, I run seminars mostly for, um, as I said, for business women. Mm -hmm. they're, they're my they're my target market, and they're women who who have reached a certain point in their business, and they know there's something more, but there's something holding them back. And mm -hmm. I run six month. Um, coaching programs as well where we can go from you know one thing to this you know I have, I have clients that have um, that have written books and launched them and um, started new businesses and a, a client that came to me who was a self-funded retiree and recognized that she could do more with her life and now is training to be a counselor and so it's this wonderful way that I kind of work with people that really helps them open up their eyes similar to what I did open up their eyes to the possibilities of things that they've never they've always wanted to do but didn't know how to get there ma'am sign me up no <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm like wow it just it sounds really amazing and we talked about switching from I mean the frenzy right now is everybody's doing online training and it's just overwhelming at least it is for me um so it's kind of switching back to more in person correct right oh. i mean i i think you you know you and i were talking before i think this is what's happening is that it's exactly as you say you know you you sign up for these online um launches and then all of a sudden your email box is bombarded with email after email after email. And you know, we're not designed for that. We're human beings designed for human contact. Right. And whilst, and whilst being online is phenomenal, I love it. You know, I spend much of my day online connecting, you know, and I speak to my children every day online um, and how wonderful it is I can do that. It's the person-to-person -person contact that still, I believe, creates the change the connection we're desiring. And, you know, so much research now is coming out that this online um, world where we think we're connected is actually leading a lot to um, increased anxiety and depression. So I think, and I think you and I both talking before, there's a switch back now. And, and that's what I love about seminars and workshops and retreats is that you get that connection. You're able to speak your truth. You know, when I'm running seminars, one of the things we talk about is what's said in the room, stayed in the room. And, you know, I just, just ran a workshop just recently and the feedback I'm continually getting from the people who were there is like, I finally feel like I found my tribe. 
Like I've connected to all these people online, but wow, you know, I had this image of this person and I thought she was this and then I met her in person and it's like, she's just like me. <laughs> and it was just this amazing, wonderful connection. And I know you and I were the same when we got together in San Diego. We, we kind of met, you know, online and it was a nice online group, but it was that lovely connection right. that I think, I think we're really missing. I think there's a change coming. I can sense it. Um, I, yeah, I can too. I think we 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 have to move back to more connection. It's I think it's important. I think the world is going a little bit nuts at the moment. I'm seeing from my business this real desire for, and I'm going to say women because that's the <laughs> that's the group that I deal with. But this uh -huh. real connection for feminine leadership, feminine intuition, and because you know men and women both have both masculine and feminine sides, but this connection to sort of more source and heart and more real connection. And I, I, I'm feeling with the women that I'm working with who have had to kind of put all that to the side in order to, to, to kind of cope in this dominated society, which is, you know, goal achieving and doing all that stuff and getting ahead. And there's this other side of this is, you know what, I think I could listen to my intuition and I think I could follow my heart. But is that kind of powerful? And yet, when you get there, you find that it is. It is. It's what drives us to that point of being really powerful is connecting to our heart and connecting to our intuition, you know, and so many times how our intuition and our hearts have got us to this point, wherever we are. Right. <laughs> and it's just amazing. I feel the same way. I was, as you were sharing all that, I was getting like, I call them God bumps. Um, for some reason, I started this podcast right? I, like, I don't know. It wasn't on my vision board. And my business mentor is listening and she said, you've got to keep going. And I said, oh my God, it's so much work. And, blah. and she's like, you've got to keep going. You've got so much to share and so much to talk about. And, and the people that I've asked to interview, such as yourself, I just, every single one of them, I've been like, oh my gosh, of course I asked you, Sally, to speak. Like, this is so, you're so in sync with everything I'm sharing, wanting to share with my listeners. And, and uh, we were talking before I hit record about this retreat I just did. It was a yoga meditation retreat. And Oh, this, yeah, I, I've been watching a couple of the women online and we get in, in the setting, there's 15 of us and we start going around the circle and we're all human. It's, it's social media is so, uh, what's the word? It's, uh, <laughs> it's not true a lot of the times. <laughs> and in fact, I, I'll share something. One of the, one of my clients who's now in my six month program, she was really worried about coming to our two day event. She said, I, you know, I look at these women and they, they dress beautifully and they've got makeup on and their hair's done. And they're so, they're doing so many things with her. And this woman runs a big company. She's, she's, she's incredible. And she says, I'm so worried. And, and she came and she, she said to me on the last day, she said, they're just like me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like I found my tribe. And I think what you were saying about that yoga trip, and by the way, sign me up for your trip, next one because I think I'll fly from Australia to Alaska. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking maybe we could do something together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
absolutely. <laughs> but you know, you know what I love, Tracy. I love when I'm standing in front of that room when I'm facilitating the transformation, which is what I do. I don't teach. I facilitate mm-hmm. the healing within the room. I recognize this sacred space that you create when you bring heart-centered, conscious business people together. And, and for many of them, many of my clients say, it's like I can't speak about this outside this room. And yet, and yet it's this calling. I think it's a yearning for so many. And again, I keep referring to women because that's my, that's my niche. But there's a calling for us to step up. But there's a fear that comes with it because, well, they think I'm crazy. Where, where is my stats and my, you know, your, all the stuff that you've got to have in business and my, you know, 25-page business plan and blah, 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 blah. And, and my followers. <laughs> that's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, it's interesting on social media because you don't see the real person. You know, I, I, I'm five foot one, so I'm, like, you know, five foot one and little tiny thing. And there's so many times that I meet people in person and they'll go to me, Oh, I thought you were much taller than that. I get <laughs> that too. I get that all the time. To I think, huh? I wonder how I look. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but we do that to other people. We do that to other people. You know, we make assumptions about image, and we think when we see somebody on social media who presents, you know, a six-figure income and laptop lifestyle, blah, 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 blah. We think, we, we make the assumption in our heads about what their perfect life must look like. And in the work that I do um, in, in, in emotional freedom technique, you know, I deal with, we get to the root cause of many blocks that people have and, you know, clear all that. And one of the things that I say all the time is, you know, you don't know what's going on in someone's life. You have no idea. Well, how we present, we've all learnt to present very, very well. But for all of us have come from some challenges in our lives. Um, you know, when I, was, when I was working in the field of autism, you know, I, I often re- um, re- recount a story where, you know, I drove to the edge of a lake one day just thinking, I can't cope with this life anymore. And when I tell that story, which is a story, which is, you know, one of those things that you go through in life where it's a real, you know, things change, the earth opens up, the angels start singing and you, it's that life-defining moment that many right. of us that I'm not alone. I'm not alone in that moment. There have been other people that I've dealt with who have got to this, where am I going in my life? And it's, I think it's those life-defining moments that, that really you can have two choices, you know. Either you're going to pull your socks up Pull your big girls' undies up, as I was saying. Right, yeah. And get on with it, or you don't. And the thing is that when you don't listen to that heart that's telling you what to do next, you spiral down. You know, it becomes impacts on your relationships and impacts on your body and your health and your weight and impacts on, on your success. And it's like we've been called to listen to that heart. We've been called to listen to that calling. And now it's about finding your tribe, I believe, that says, I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Let's go together. And let's have these honest conversations about how hard it's been to get here. Let's have those conversations. Because, right. you know, we're, to me, we're role models for this younger generation who are growing up only knowing social media. They have no other, they have no other connection. They've only known social media and connection online and and for them, it's really difficult because I think when they're going through really tough, you know, it's, it's all about Instagram and how you look and, and, mm-hmm. and 
we grew up where, gosh, it, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a product of the 60s and so, you know, growing up in the backyard, you know, not being home till dark and <laughs> mum yeah, had me a, too. Exactly. You had a dried sandwich on your on your um, on the kitchen table at lunchtime. So if you weren't home to eat it at twelve o'clock, it was mm-hmm. dry herb by the time you got home. <laughs> no one knew where you were. And I often really feel for these young women growing up now with this, you know, this uh, image of how they have to be. And I that's why I think it's really important for women our age to have the honest conversation about what life is really all about and how hard it is and how to follow your heart. And sometimes you're going to get hurt. Sometimes you're not going to win all the time. It's not mm-hmm. going to be successful. And that's okay. That's perfectly okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, think, I think that's where the conversation needs to head now. Is it? And as you said before, that coming together group work is just, I think it's phenomenal. It fills my heart up when I, when I sit with a group of 25 women <laughs> and facilitate this amazing transformation. I'm just, you know, it just take it literally just, I, you know, sometimes I'm moved to tears to just mm-hmm. be involved in that wonderful space of, of transformation and connection and honest conversation. So that leads into the next success, right? It's such a huge word mm-hmm. and it means something different to each of us. I look at you as being successful. What is your definition of success and do you look at yourself as being successful? Well, you know, Tracy, I'll share a, a wonderful moment. Um, um, I turned 60 last year and at my 60th birthday, my daughter, my middle daughter, who's a journalist, um, she's with CBC in Canada now, but she, she, uh, she stood up and she said, you know, one of the things about my mum is that she not only tells me I can be successful and that no matter what I do, I can set my mind to it, she does too. And she oh. every day. So to me, that's success. Boom. Yeah, it's like, you know, I'm thinking while she's saying all this, oh, my gosh, she didn't see the times I wanted to give up and go and work at Safeway and pack shells. <laughs> you know, like she, you know, she didn't see all that. She, but she's seen the struggle. Mm-hmm. She's seen when there's been money for things and when there hasn't been money for things, when, when we've had to really pull back in order to stay focused on our dream, when there's been the doubt. She has been there and seen all that. <laughs> but to, to me, that's success. It's when you are, when you are a living, breathing example of what you believe and others, your children, in, in particularly my children, see that. I don't care. To me, it's not about money because I, I believe no matter what you want, you set the intention and the money will show up. That's, I, you know, that's one of my, th- you know, you just set your solid intention, tap, when we do tapping, tap around any limiting beliefs you have and the money will always show you were now having a little conversation about that just before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and that to me is, is my level of success. You know, working on a relationship, having a good relationship. My husband and I have been together 30 plus years, 36 or 37 years, which we have to constantly still work on. Congratulations. That's wonderful. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, but when you have, you know, I know for both of us, you know, we've been through so much with, you know, autism and and some money issues in our lives. And, and, and it was really always, it gets back to, if you're prepared to do the inner work, both of you, 
to move forward, you know, that you have a, a balanced, we call a balanced uh, giving and receiving relationship. When two self-actualized people come together, not, you know, and, and that's both of us giving ourselves a, a space in our relationship um, to become self-actualized, to know when one is going through what they need to go through. So when it comes to success, the question, getting back to that question, it's being a role model to my children. It's being a living, breathing example of what I believe. So exactly what I tell my clients, I do every day. It's, um, it's, it's living, it's doing what you love to do to me in whatever way that looks. And, and, you know, I just think money, well, we've been, we've had money and lost money and, you know, had yeah. good times and not so good times. To me, that's not success. Uh, to me, it's, it's that, it's that showing up every day, you know, in, and being whole and, and, and it's kind of sitting on a, on a Sunday afternoon and, you know, watching the sun go down and being really excited that tomorrow's Monday and you're doing what you love to do. Yeah. You know? That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful, Sally. It's a beautiful life, really. Oh, oh. it is. It is. And, you know, I, uh, <laughs> I, I just, you know, we, we've all, everybody has, has drama and trauma in their lives and, and you know, um, it, life isn't always plain sailing, but it's really, if you look around, to me, it's if you're doing what you really love to do and, and, and giving it a, you know, in Australia, we'd say, give it a go, you know, give mm -hmm. it a go. You know, if, if, there's, if there's something that's drawing you to this, uh, to whatever you want to do in life, try it. It may, it may remorph itself into numerous things eventually over time, as mine has done. <laughs> I look back on my career and think, oh, you know, down on paper, it looks like I'm a bit of a, you know, a flighty person. Yeah, really. me too. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy, I've done some really interesting things in my life, you know. Uh -huh. and, but, but, you know, I think, it, it, you know, that's the beauty about life, isn't it, really? Because it is... It is the fabric of life is so interesting and colourful and, and, uh, and I, I, you know, it, gone are the days when we had one job from the time we were 18 years old to 65 and you retired with a gold watch. Those days have gone. Um, right. And the connection, I mean, I find at this stage in my life, I'm thinking, okay, so what's the next 20 years looking like for me? Oh, okay, I'm going to do this because, you know, I didn't do that when I was you know, 35 and paying a mortgage and kids. Well, I'm going to do this now because I can. And so that to me is just, that's, and that's the beauty about life now. You, we're going to live to this very old age and so get on with it. <laughs> exactly, yeah. And What's if this? you're miserable, make a change. Uh, you know what? That's the biggest thing. I think people get stuck in inertia about fear about, who they are and who do I think I am? And, you know, in, in, we often laugh in, in, in the seminars they run, you know, now we, we tell kids they're special. And the only time we had special and me or you in the same sentence when we were kids was what makes you think you're so special. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we grew up in a very different era. And, we did. And, uh, and well, you know, it's interesting because now with EFT, that's what I'm clearing a lot with, with my clients is all this stuff we were told when we were kids um, and, and, you know, the whole imposter syndrome and who do we think we are and who, they're going to find out that, you know, that I don't really know what I'm talking about. But do you know what? Everybody's exactly the same. I think yeah. we're, all, we're all winging it. Right, exactly. <laughs> who, do, who do you think you are? That's funny. That's, 
like the second time I've heard that statement today. And it's, <laughs> there's a song, Who Do You Think Who Do You Think You Are? I forget who sings it, but it's it's on my mind today. I'm like, oh that's so funny. Ah. <laughs> oh. Um, if somebody is listening today and they are in America or they're in another country and they want to work with you, mm -hmm. is that a doable thing for them to do? It is. In fact, um, I will be coming to Canada. Um, we're coming in October and then we are um, moving um, to, to Vancouver uh, in, uh, in spring. 2018 we're actually going to be um international business travelers i'm actually setting up my business so i because my three children now live in canada and they're not coming home so uh -huh. you know somehow this has turned around the wrong way and i'm moving for my children you just got really nice why are you leaving now you know so, uh -huh. <laughs> Yeah, so they can actually work with me on. Um, we do, I do most of my calls via Skype, and okay. then we'll be doing um, we'll be doing uh, biannual seminars in both in, in both um, countries. In that so, so will you keep your home in Queensland? Uh, well, we're going to be a little bit. I kind of we're looking at just um, being nomads. We uh, we're thinking we're going to pack everything up, put it in storage, and we might just move into furnished apartments and see how it takes us. Nice. <laughs> we're not uh, we're not connected. We yeah. we kind of let go of that a long time ago, um, and we just we we realise now we we can actually do whatever we want. <sighs> yes. We just we just decided. Well, you know what. We're just going to kind of break down all these barriers about what's possible and what you should be doing. And we, we were laughing the other day. There was an there was an advertisement on TV for over fifty five retirement, and my husband, who's ten years older than me, looked at it. I looked at him and said, "They're not even talking to us. It's not even for us." You know, it's just we have this right. totally different view of life. So yeah, we're going to be nomads. So we will, uh, and we're, we're just going to trial it for a couple of years, see what works. You know. Mm -hmm. But that's not what we want. We want to come back and live by the ocean, or we may decide we want to stay in Canada. You know, that's my husband's family's there, and and our children, of course. So, um, we are kind of going with whatever our heart wants at the present time. And and uh, and I recognise now that that we live in this incredible age where really you can you can have a have a lifestyle where you can live in different countries and still maintain um, clients. And so that's what we'll be doing. Very, very nice. Well, I will put all your information in the show notes of how mm -hmm. people can get a hold of you, your website, which your website is just filled with amazing, your your whole story. I was just reading over it and uh, what a journey you've had and it <laughs> continues to unfold. It's so exciting to watch, Thank to you. watch your journey Thank from the you. sidelines. <laughs> up here in Alaska or over here or wherever I am. <laughs> well, I look forward to your retreat, Tracy. I'm just, I think I should make a special effort to come. That would be just awesome. You know, I think what you're doing is phenomenal. I love that whole concept of vision boarding and, and, and what you do. So, uh, it, you know, to me, that's just so important in, in, in unfolding and, and, you know, listening to your heart, you know, listen, watch the vision. It's just beautiful. It is a, an amazing thing, and both our businesses really, yeah, I think we should talk about mm. talk about something that we can do together. Um, mm. it, it's very exciting. So I will put all your information in the show notes for people to get a hold of you, and 
if anything, just to follow you or get one of your books and uh, stay in touch with you. And what an honor to interview you and to just hear about all this exciting good juju you've got going on and going around you. And uh, I'm looking forward to staying in touch with you myself, Sally. Oh, thank you, Tracy. Well, it's been an absolute honor to be on the, on the, your podcast. And I'm, I'm very excited that you reached out and how, how wonderful that, that, you know, this, this connection for all those years ago has resulted in, in chatting. And, and, you know, I, I look forward to sharing your pod, podcast with uh, people here in Australia too. Oh, Thank you, Sally. Thank you for, for being here today on episode 14. And uh, thank you all for listening in. And as always, if this has benefited you in any way or you've just didn't really enjoyed listening, please remember to share, comment, and click the subscribe button. And thank you very much for joining in. Until episode 15, have a wonderful, productive day. Thank you.